This is Dead in Goal, and uh, thanks for the download, Rugby League fan. I'm Jeff Santanera, and I'm joined by my co-host, uh, James Smith. Uh, how are things in Sydney, James? Are you enjoying your balcony? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I've got about 10 minutes of sun this morning, so oh, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm all recharged and ready to go. Yeah, you know. Getting sun in... <laughs> Yeah. Getting sun in Sydney, that's, you know, kind of a novel thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's a thing, hey, like, even if you go out and exercise, mm. um, you're only getting half hour of it, so it's, yeah, it's it's a little bit little bit getting used to, but um, we are getting used to it in Sydney, for sure. How are you going? Still better. Still better oh. conditions than uh, some of those uh, those poor guys uh, up in the bubble there. It seemed like <laughs> over the past uh, over the past week or so, you know. Yeah, I've, um, I, I actually I'm I'm actually interested to hear your view of this because I feel profoundly sorry for them. You know, I, I get that it's you know part of the part of the trade, you know, part of the business of of being a player um, mm. these days, but. Yeah, still doesn't change the fact that I have a lot of sympathy for their situation. No, no, I, I um went and got some um black gaffer tape and taped up all my balcony doors in solidarity. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that it's happening. I understand why it is, blah blah blah, but fancy this! Oh mm. gosh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? So much yeah. of this pandemic is unbelievable. It, it really is. It really is. And uh, again, I, I think we were having a conversation a while back. I, I admire kind of, you know, the league's gumption to try and uh, keep things going. Um, I, I've turned around 180 degrees on that. I, I was such a squish like early in the pandemic kind of last year about kind of trying to push through. But um, I, I really think you you kind of have to if if you're a sports league you got to explore every avenue to try and kind try and keep playing mm. because if you stop you know, the rationale to start again might be very very far off in the future that's right and in 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 that sense that you know you might never see you can find reason never to start again and 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 that's it and it's not as if like, like football is the business they mm. the league and and the clubs can't just all of a sudden stop playing and not worry about things because we're still we'll still sell a few thousand jerseys a week and mm. you know and that, and that kind of thing it do, doesn't happen like the games are the entire business model so yeah no, no they had to keep it going um and just um relating to to keeping it going on on the sly and getting every little last sort of advantage you can out of out of the guidelines and the conditions is exactly what people are doing in in Sydney at the moment <laughs> people are still venturing out <laughs> they still are even though there's laws that say that you really shouldn't so yeah, it's just well, a hu- that, human that's reaction the, that's the rugby that's the rugby league spirit just permeating the harbor city isn't it that's right the players are coached to get every single advantage they can <laughs> Mm, yes, indeed. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for thanks for joining us again. Uh, this is uh, episode eighty three, isn't it? Uh, isn't it, James? It's like Star Wars. You know, you start with episode. You know, George Lucas started with episode four. Here we are, just re- back recording uh, Dead in Goal. But you know, we, you know, right there with with episode eighty three, James informs me. Yeah. So eighty three. The other eighty one were uh, recorded for with um Inside Sport magazine. So this is. Our second big episode out in the big wide well, world alone. You counted that other one, so that was eighty-two. That wasn't like an episode zero type thing. That's right. Yeah, in the in the language of technology, <laughs> the uh, the pilot episode, pilot where, where, episode where we made all the mistakes. Yeah. 
Yes. And, oh, no. The, the, that, that lost podcast that we did. There's some, there's some nice mistakes in that one. But, you know, <laughs> as, as all, you know, kind of lost podcast episodes are, you know, that contained all the, the brilliant insights and all the answers that, uh, that to everything that ails rugby league. But, you know, that's, that's, that's right. just sitting somewhere in an archive now. What a tragedy. Now, yeah. Yes, indeed. Uh, right up top, I want to give a shout out to, to Sydney Podcast Studios and Rod Murray uh, for uh, their support. Um, if you're interested in golf or MotoGP, like, you know, you can be interested in things other than rugby league, I guess. Uh, they have a few outstanding pods that are worth a listen. Uh, 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 State of the game and, and, and good, good in, in, in golf and um, uh, MotoPG, I think it's called for, for those uh, two wheel fans out there. But um, yeah, give them a listen uh, after you've uh, listen to us, of course. Um, so, James, we're in the midst uh, of the Olympics right now. Uh, mm-hmm. which is always a fun time for us uh, at Inside Sport Magazine. It was that yeah. rare time that, uh, that that the footy codes would be uh, put in the shade for for a couple of weeks. Didn't happen too often. But uh, James, count on the NRL, you know, to keep the news cycle in in overdrive. There's a lot that's been going on in in the past week. Uh, so to start, I wanted to dredge up an old segment of ours, uh, what we're looking forward to this week. And this is my way of uh, sneakily kind of uh, getting you to admit that you're actually, you might be looking forward to it, but you also might not be looking forward to uh, the very big game uh, of this round, what everyone is kind of hyping as a potential, well, it is, it is the it is a grand final rematch and might also be a grand final preview on the form lines of this season. But, uh, yeah, Melbourne uh, plays Penrith again. And, uh, how are you feeling about this one? Is it, uh, is it a case of expectations management or is it, uh, <laughs> is it kind of a bit of a bit of a free hit? Like the no ball's been sent down and, uh, yeah. you know, that, uh, if, you know, if, uh, is it one of those cases where, you know, if you you don't want to win because you know that that might make you uh yeah can create too much uh kind of anticipation on on your part that's, that's and that's what's going to happen if penrith does win <laughs> oh that didn't matter anyway because it wasn't the grand final wait till they mm. get into the grand final then we'll see what happens and if they mm-hmm. lose it's ah uh, see they haven't got what it takes yeah the, the storm are cre- creeping out in front um, even more and more, yeah. It's not. Um, it's it's a strange event, especially with all those Penrith injuries that, and and that sort of thing. Like the last time they met, um, we didn't have Cleary and and they didn't have Pabenhausen, and that mm-hmm. still has a bit of a weird feeling about it. That game, like people won't give it credit um, mm-hmm. for for the brilliant game it was and the, and the amazing finish. So I think Penrith will put in a really good effort. Um, they are a squad. They are a really good squad. They're just going to have to dig really deep, and and I'm really glad um, Cleary's not uh, um, not playing because I don't want Nelson or so for Solomona and Christian Welch lining him up and aiming for his shoulder. That, that'd be awful. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So I think this is just one of those games where they're just going to have to grin and bear it and wait till it's the week after, and there's still four more weeks to go. So it's not as if it's the end of the year yet. Yeah. It does look like a bit of a nothing to lose situation when you yeah. consider that, like Melbourne has got <laughs> court of an origin side seemingly coming in, yeah. coming in this week, and and, uh, and, and half Penrith the Kiwi side, kind of patching, yeah. yeah, and Penrith are still kind of patching uh, holes to a degree. But you know, if they can just give a good accounting of themselves, and uh, you know, short of winning or even uh, even pulling, uh, I, I think it would be an upset. I haven't actually looked at the yeah, betting on this one. For if sure. they get that, um, that 
puts you in a very good kind of uh, mindset um, heading into heading into the finals. Mm. There's a lot of people out there who don't like Penrith, and that will give them ammunition. <laughs> I, <wonder> <laughs> I don't know. We're such a likable team. Um, mm. That will just give give them. Well, you're, a, not, you're not. Ha- yeah, uh, let me let me say you're not hateable. Let's let's put, let's put it that way. I, I think a lot of people hate Penrith. Uh, they don't like really? Jerome Luai. He's a bit of a smart aleck. Um, hmm. Nathan Cleary. He's I don't know. He's too brilliant to like, isn't he? And uh, Ivan Cleary. People don't like hmm. him. Um, I think that's really good. That there's a really good old saying that I, I don't know who who said it, but. Um, when you start, if you're a losing club and you start winning, you lose a fair bit of your identity, and I think that that's what's mm. happened to Penrith. We're not the chocolate soldiers anymore. It's um, those arrogant Panthers up the top of the ladder. <laughs> 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 and, and and how do you see it playing out? You you think it's going to be the the preview, or you think one of these other teams might sneak under Penrith Penrith's radar? Hard to see it any other way, but um, partic- mm. it would be very odd in this in this season of emerging disparities in the comp that what I think have clearly been the two best sides not making it to the ultimate stage again. But the nature of, of rugby league finals is that I find that generally one favourite gets through, and then, and then something weird happens kind of on on the other side of yeah. of, of the elimination path. But um, yeah, one one thing I wanted to ask. I've, I've had this discussion with you before, and I think you know it fascinates me because this, this show very is just few, setting me up for an, for yes, an hour. It <laughs> yes, it is. It, very few people I, give I, this. Give. I remember this you. I remember you said something stupid one day, and I just want you to say it on the podcast again. <laughs> it's no. This is not stupid. This is this is genuinely fascinating. Yeah. You know, pay 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 you this one. Mm. I once asked you, would you rather? have one would you rather have your club win one grand final and then have a few seasons of futility god i can't who who, which was the i'm trying to remember the club that this actually happened to and was the subject of the i i i'll kind of someone wasn't it no 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 it was was still it was was a bit later than that okay um anyhow that's 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 kind of uh unimportant would you rather have that, or would you have? Would you rather have a few seasons, a, a string of solid seasons mm. of of contention, but without that kind of ultimate achievement of of winning the premiership? And I'll let you give the answer because I remember it clearly in my mind. But this is this is I found it to be an interesting answer because I'm I I, I don't know. I think. Um, uh, it's interesting what what fan psychology is like in that regard. I, I mean, I guess it, some, it goes back to with me uh, in some respect. I don't really support any club. I don't, I'm not really partial yeah. to any team. I, I kind of like to make fun of all of them. That's my that's my deal. But uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah uh, but sorry. Yeah, for you to, yeah, to to pitch that question to you again. Uh, yeah, one one premiership with uh, with futility to follow, or just consistent solid contention for 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 many years on end uh, back then i would have said one premiership i would mm. have but mm. now um uh, with with penrith up the top week uh, year in year out that's a really nice feeling it's, i'll refresh uh, your memory you told yeah. me not back then but you want yeah you said solid contention every okay, year because that's what that's what engages Yep. That, that is really the thing that engages you as a fan, like that you know you, your right. team can win it, kind of um, 
every uh, every uh, is in with a chance every season. Yeah. Whereas you know the other one, you know, uh, yeah, it's terrible. You, you, know, it, you, you can have good memories of the of the of the premiership year, but I, you just don't. You're just probably not as engaged. You know, no, if you know if you know the payoff to come is you know, <laughs> your team's just going to be bad. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and it's kind of playing out now with with Penrith. As much as I talk about them or anybody else talks about them, they haven't won. They haven't won the comp yet. This squad, so yeah, mm. but they're up there. So it's a really good, really good question. Yeah, mm. no, I, I just like seeing my team winning week in week out. It's fun. It's, it's, it's there's a period there last year where you sort of didn't even have to watch Penrith because you knew that they were going to win. Yeah, <laughs> it's just oh the footies on oh, oh they're probably thrashing them thirty nil by now and mm. yeah it was great now it's a little bit yeah I, I don't, I'm not liking it because <laughs> we've come back. Do you to find the, though that you can be more engaged when your your team does have to battle? Yeah, to even just kind of get you know a, a win every weekend. Like it's an it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting dynamic as a fan that you can be more invested in your team when it's when it's mediocre. That's right. You know, even even slightly less than that. That's right. And yeah, when you're supporting a team that's on its way up, that's the mm. really exciting part. That yeah. you feel you feel on top of the world. Then yeah, it's um that's definitely the the, the spot to be. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You've never supported teams, have you? You you more. I I, I mm. I'm not loyal to laundry in, in the old <laughs> yeah. Jerry Seinfeld formulation. Yeah, yeah. I don't cheer for yeah. I don't cheer for the shirt. You know, I mean, it, uh, it's not about the shirt. It's about it's about um, you know the community community, and it's about one in all in, and that that group of people did something good, and I'm attached to them, so that means I'm good as well. I once got into an argument with my friend uh, John, who is a uh, a very loyal uh, St George Illawarra uh, Dragon supporter, mm. and uh, and I. I explained kind of my position to him and he said, no, that's wrong. I mean, you got to be loyal to your club through everything. And then I tried to break him by giving him all these scenarios through which you could, you know, break your loyalty to your club. Yeah. And uh, I think the one, the extreme I tried to drive to is, um, you're familiar with that situation with that uh, that college football team in America where the, where the coaching staff like harbored a child predator <laughs> in their oh, ranks. And I basically said, you know, if your team did that, would it be would it be acceptable to, to you know quit kind of you know supporting your team? And you know, to his credit, John said, "No, you you have to back the child predator." <laughs> oh my god! Like, okay. You know that's kind of going a bit far. But uh, if, if that anyway. were me, if that were me, mm. uh, my policy would be um, I would support them, but only after there was a complete clean out of. Or the people involved at the club, I reckon. I reckon uh, that's which what I reckon they, I'd do. Yeah. Which they did. You can always you can always go down the, the you know the path of uh, yes, yeah. The, you know, the institution's always bigger, kind of than yeah you know, the 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 people within it. And you know, there's you, you, your loyalty kind of runs to to symbolism and you know a, a larger idea rather than kind of any any particular set of circumstances. Which you know, See, all sounds all sounds. Yeah, fine. I guess. <laughs> Good anyway, on the subject of on, on the subject of, uh, of 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 fans who would have come to expect success, uh, the topic I, another topic I want to move on to uh, this week is um, is the Melbourne Storm. You know, the opponent's opponent, kind of uh, this this Saturday, 
uh, got a very significant piece of news in uh, in hearing that uh, their master coach, uh, Greg Bellamy, will be uh, kind of um, will uh, continue serving on at the uh, at the club. Uh, one thing that uh, I could only imagine just how many other fan bases in the comp are slapping their foreheads. And because it is gobsmacking to me that I would have roundly expected once kind of that great Melbourne generation cleared out with, with the last uh, remnant of it, kind of Cameron Smith retiring, that, you know, everyone would be looking forward to the storm coming back to the field a bit. But th- that's not happened at all. If anything, they're beginning to probably pull more ahead of uh, of the rest of the pack. And they're going to have the architect of it all to, you know, kind of, you know, uh, to uh, kind of, uh, Usher, help usher in this, uh, this, this, this kind of new, this you know, promising new generation, even, uh, even further. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it is remarkable, kind of what's what, you know, what's been accomplished there. And I think, you know, the if you wanted to kind of accomplish any equalization in the NRL right, right now, the easiest thing would to do would be to like, you know, just tell Craig Bellamy to go somewhere and you know work on that, work on that team, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Because. He knows all. He knows how all the cogs fit together, and mm. the thing. The thing I like about him resigning with with the storm is that it it, it removes that um, that thought that might be out there that he can only coach good teams. Um, <laughs> th- this is going to be his second or third generation storm side, and uh, and if he can win another few premierships when he's still there, then there is absolutely no doubt. He's standing in in the league coaching ranks. It's right up there. It is. He's, you know, he's, he'd be the best, wouldn't he? With mm-hmm. with Bennett, who did have mm-hmm. stacked good quality teams, mm-hmm. but this bloke just knows. He knows how to. He, they've got such a good system. They've got feeder systems from a couple of teams in Queensland, I think, and and all their their whole club is just such a well run. Organization. It's so annoying when people just sit back and call them purple cheats. So like, mm. that's such a defeatist attitude. Like instead of being like them, you know, you just hang around and and and, and attack them where you can. But yeah, I, I was I was quite surprised. But I think I was only surprised because I've been reading so many media articles about how he was going to go to Brisbane and oversee mm. Kevy Waters and. And um, Donaghy from from the Storm, uh, the CEO, went up to Brisbane as well. So that must mean that oh, of course. Bellamy's yeah. going to go. Yeah, I'd, I, was, I was surprised, but I'd, I just I think blokes like Bellamy and Smith they're a little bit too smart for for everybody, and <laughs> they, they just wait, bide their time, and uh, make the right decision in the end. Yeah, I, I was I was quite happy that he resigned. Yeah. You had a quote from him uh, in in a story that you did once for the magazine that yep. um, that, that, that I quite like. The, the story was uh, was about Billy Slater, but um, uh, you in you I, I talked to uh, to Craig about uh, kind of you know, Billy's wilder younger days, you know, you know as you know, kind of you know, in the way that he'd try anything on the on the field, hmm. and uh, I just kind of there's one there's one quote. That kind of always stuck in my head. That um, that I think would be useful for for coaches, yeah, everywhere. That um, just love the way he said it, which was, you know, you know, the scoreboard gives you a clue. <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> the, 
the way you're meant to play in any kind of situation. Like they, they, the numbers on there will, will kind of give you a hint of the you know, way to play. But it's such know, a good I, quote. I, I, I always yeah. love that. I always love that line. It always it always stuck in my head. Uh, you know, and when I kind of watch any sport these days, and I'll watch uh, kind of. Uh, a player try something and, and, and it, it kind of kind of baffling. I was like, you know, wh- why did you do that then <laughs> in that game situation? You know, the scoreboard gives you a, give you a, gives you a clue. You, you had a, you had a really great line yourself leading into that quote, which uh, you described uh, Billy's former uh, monkey with a machine gun approach, which I. Uh, <laughs> He's crazy, <laughs> wasn't he? That, 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 that's, that's a takeaway that's, uh, that's stuck with me, James. So congratulations. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I'm glad to have uh, played some sort of role in 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 Billy's burgeoning career. He went all right, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was he was he was crazy as a player. Yeah, and, mm. but again, you're part of that part part of that le- legacy and system at the Storm. Who knows how good he'd be if he wasn't at the Storm? Like you know, being given all the confidence in the world, and mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's, it's such a what, what, what a great developmental organization uh, that join is. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Which kind of leads to, uh, to uh, our next topic. Um, uh, I was quite interested to see that, uh, you know, the storm being kind of like the model of expansion success, like mm. really not a down moment since, and since entering uh, the competition in the, in the late nineties. And you can chalk that up to, I don't know, cooking the books to some degree, <laughs> but you know, you can also they are, they are purple cheeks. See, yeah, or, 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 you know, also to, to really great management. I think you can't like you know, I, it's it's like what you just said. Like the argument, like the, the counter argument you get, you know, back in the day, incessantly was oh, it's because you know they they you know, they got to spend more than the salary cap, which a lot of clubs have done in the NRL, but you know, not all mm. of them win. Many of them, most of them don't. So, you know, I mean, you know, you can't kind of look past the fact that, you know, that Melbourne gets all these players and turns them into, turns them into winners. And then they kind of got out of their clubs and then, you know, they're not. And then some of yeah. them even come back to Melbourne and turn into winners again. So, you know, you know it'll be that. And, and, but, and it's, um, only, so just before you go on, and it's only going to get, uh, uh, worse in inverted commas because people are starting to go down to Melbourne for less money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. Right. The, that's right. It's the roosters all over again, and it's going to exactly. Yep, yep. Sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, cheaper houses in Melbourne too. <laughs> that, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Property in Sydney is just a killer. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, as, as the model uh, expansion franchise, uh, looking ahead uh, in the game, um, it's been very much on the cards. Uh, we have the bids out there. We even have kind of prospective team names. But uh, one of the costs of uh, uh, this pandemic. Uh, the the the, um, the NRL announced this week, or was it the commission itself, uh, that um, expansion is going to be shelved for at least uh, a couple of uh, a season or two because of the cost of actually moving the comp up to Queensland to mm. to keep it to keep it going. Um, yeah, mm. what uh, what kind of does this kind of uh, kind of undermine your confidence kind of at all that this is going to happen still within the next few years or is it going to be one of those deals where something has been talked about yeah seemingly incessantly for you know the last how long has it been like in 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 the league but um since uh 07 when the titans came in yeah yeah i mean yeah yeah. Put off again, like i yeah i i just i just do wonder whether yeah this uh 
yeah, like whether the ardor for it will, yeah, will kind of, will kind of, will kind of dissipate because of this delay. Yeah, it it, it might, but the thing I'm thinking about is, um, mm. for all the talent in the league, geez, geez, there's some battling teams, aren't there? Like, that, yeah. that, that, uh, yeah, and, and and there you go. Like, is there going to be enough good quality talent for? An expansion side to not get beaten by a sixty or seventy by the Melbourne Storm mm-hmm. and Penrith and, and and Souths. Like, can you imagine? Like these teams that are together now down the bottom, they've been together for you know five six years. Some of them, and they, they're still not there. And like, how's a an expansion squad going to go for the for the first couple of years? Uh, that, that's all I'm thinking of. I, I, it'd be good to. Be good to see a team out of um, a, another team out of Brisbane, but yeah, what what, what you just said, so much money going into this relocation, yeah, it, it needs to be paid for, and yeah, well, what's the old saying? Take something out of it, it, oh, no, um, I, I can't remember what it is, but every, so everything comes at a cost. Every new thing that you inject um, into the game, something has to come out of somewhere, some other part of the game. It's exactly what's going to happen with um, with the expansion idea, I reckon. Yeah. To your point, can you recall uh, of the examples of sides that have come into the league, whether that was, yeah. as you say, the Titans or, or, or the Storm or kind of winding before that, some of those clubs that came came into into the comp in the in the early nineties, that just before kind of like Super League kind of uh, kind of muddled all of that up. Yeah, it crushed. Do you remember? Can you? Yeah, do you remember a model of a new team being put together? Mm-hmm. The Storm probably might be the best example. That was that was really that was really functional. Like you know, what kind of would give you confidence to you know? Because we've had the experience of um, you know we watch kind of the AFL do it, and sorry, sorry to kind of drag. You know that dreaded game into into this podcast. We we have lost a thing. lost a lot of now. So we use matter. the word. I actually sorry. I, I'd never used the that 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 you know that a word. <laughs> you know beforehand. I, I try to remember what how we how we actually referred right, to they've it. They've all switched off now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you say. They've all mm-hmm. left us. <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of we kind of saw what they tried to do with their with their new sides and uh, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, there's a degree of uh, of of waiting you have to do. There's there's no doubt about it. Did see, but um, mm. uh, I, I, you're quite right. Like uh, they'd be lobbying in at a time when um, yeah, this this thing about kind of the the, the disparities in the in, in the comp. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'd be a thing where you know, the, the the bottom four sides would really like it because there's another side they can finally beat. But that's right. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, the Broncos, yeah, yeah, they're, they're laughing. But the thing is about Melbourne, um, they, they, they were kind of the Hunter Mariners. Um, of course, before yes. that. Yeah, and some other team, I, I can't remember where where a large chunk of, of um, players came from. I mean, I mean, you know, they – doesn't mean that they'd all, all all had played together. Only talking talking one year of Super League, but they did have that sort of advantage, that that head start on on um, some of the other clubs that have been put together. It never worked. Like it's so hard. All an expansion team is is the elite sort of side of it, isn't it? You know, mm. it's just a it's a new group of twenty five people players coming together and. You know that they they're starting from zero, 
takes ages in rugby league to get any mm-hmm. momentum, doesn't it? Even if you're trying to put a really good side together like the Bulldogs are doing, it, it, it's going to take them, you know, another four or five years till they're solidly good, I, I reckon anyway. Yeah. yeah, existing you can exist in cohesion. Even if you were to bring sets of teammates uh, or previous teammates over, mm. you know, it um, there's something also to the process by which young guys move into into a in, into a first grade side, yeah. and how you know kind of they become enculturated. Is that a word? Anyhow, um, <laughs> it'll do. Uh, yeah, how that kind of how they kind of grow up. Within 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 a structure of a club, and that kind of shapes their ability you know, to perform o- on the field. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, even even to the degree if you kind of threw a rep side out there, it, you know, they kind of you'd imagine they might struggle a bit <laughs> in in a club setting to a degree. Um, Definitely, because they just don't have they don't kind of have yeah kind of the, the bonds that, uh, that that come from from playing with each other. My um. My my mates at uh, Gainline Analytics that uh, that uh, talk up uh, that uh, talk up team cohesion as the secret to success would would definitely uh, uh, point to that. Um, yeah, it uh, probably. Uh, it, the, I guess the the other thing that uh, kind of will be interesting in that regard is if um, yeah if yeah we all surely have a, a, a team um, in uh, in Brisbane. Uh, if if this kind of talent dip that's going on kind of in Queensland becomes a thing that they have to encounter uh, during that time. But um, mm. uh, as I kind of um, told you kind of the other day, James, uh, the young people of Brisbane, they don't really care anymore because they're getting an Olympics in 11 years. So all the best athletes <laughs> will be uh, kind of gravitating towards, you know, uh, those, uh, those sports rather than kind of football. So, um, too bad, kind of Queensland and uh, and uh, any kind of expansion NRL side in in, uh, in Brisbane. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to kind of uh, kind of run up against that. But uh, that's kind of my way of uh, throwing to uh, one of uh, our, our other segments that we revive, one that we could not possibly leave behind, mm. uh, and that is our uh, is our Twitter question. And uh, James, uh, this is yours. <laughs> what uh, what did the uh, what is the Twitter question uh, you formulated for our uh, listeners um, this uh, week? Uh, what was it? It was um, uh, <laughs> which which um, Olympic event. Um, w- would rugby league um, players be suited to um, something something along those lines? Um, oh, oh, and before we go, I've I've got to spring this on you. I've come up with a name, an idea for a name for this segment. Oh yes, yes, without notice. For, 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 firstly, maybe because we're still kind of early into this. Um, yeah. Yep. Do you want to give some some background for for uh, for the uninitiated? About it, uh, yeah, about the Twitter the Twitter question. What it basically is is um one day I was sitting at home, we were into into about our twenty or thirtieth episode, weren't we? Something like that, mm-hmm. and um I just thought I'd throw a question out there just to see what people thought about something, and yeah, um got a lot of response. We realized we realized our Twitter audience was way smarter about the game than we were. <laughs> That's right. We Definitely did. about me. I was just talking about oil rigs and you know and, and so forth. And they're very funny too. Um mm-hmm. and so yeah we, we made it a regular occurrence and um um Karate Warrior two 
has has made a habit of as soon as the question comes out, we, we don't let him know. Oh, mate, we're going to do this. He sees <laughs> it and he just tags in um, one hundred and fifty thousand of his closest um, Twitter mates, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, he's he's a real driving force behind this. And we've you, you've heard us gush over over him, and, and Jay Dwight is a massive. Um, contributor as well but i've got a it's it's always been known as the twitter question and it's quite boring um so i want to call it after one of the great rugby league tropes i want to call it the honesty session for now on (laughs) (laughs) it was either either going to be that or beer and pizza team meeting thing that all these clubs like Parramatta and the dragons have from time to time I've got to ask you about that honesty session thing. Does that just mean there's there's you know lying rampant lying going on at all at all other times? Yeah. So if you've lost seven games in a row, what happens is the club captain invites all the players around to his place before COVID, and and uh, and they and all even sit- now during. COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Sorry. Yeah. What a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and you have a good hard chat about how things are going. The coach is never invited to these things. It's always mm. it's always just oh, the players. Like, this is like the – yeah, this is the phenomenon of the players only meeting. Yeah, yeah that's players what, that's only meeting. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. what it is, yeah. And it's always yeah. – it's at the captain's it's at the captain's house. There's beer, there's pizza, there's, <laughs> you know, beers till 3 a.m. Because that's what makes people honest, beer and pizza. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but I, I, I love to – it's always called an honesty session, and you only ever hear it in rugby league um, terms. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> so, so, so without a, that, that, is, that is a dead set winner, James. Great, great <laughs> idea for great idea for the. I don't. I don't uh, uh, you outdone yourself. I, I don't think you could do better than that. <laughs> so, without, thanks, mate. So, without them knowing <clears throat> these um, uh, dozen. Also, answerers, um, they've contributed to the inaugural um, honesty session. So, um, and yeah, and the question was, which um, which events would would rugby league um, players be most suited to or, or excel at, and 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 which players? And the events didn't have to be real; um, they could be made up. Which which well, you, which I knew that, what, you know, what was going to happen, so that's why I made it yeah. one of those. Yeah. Well, considering that sport climbing is now part of the Olympics, yeah, like anything could be an Olympic event. <laughs> Ken, and the thing is, although, although I, I do want to, I, I do want to interject here. Sport mm. climbing will be the hit of the Olympics. I think, I think we're going to see an absolute generation of people climbing over boulders and things. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, it's going to be. Although I watched, I watched them surfing at the Olympics. Yeah, I, I know we're getting away from this this Twitter question, but I just got to. Okay, case doesn't matter. Yeah. J- James and I sat near a, a surfing magazine in our years working uh, on Inside Sport, and sometimes would would kind of observe them watching their uh, their surfing events. That you know those their, their you know those those surf tour events. Now I'll ask you this honestly, James. Do you have a <laughs> clue how that how that, compa- that that those competitions work? No, like, I'd watch them and they'd no. you know they'd. They'd start cheering, or they'd start going, "Oh, you know, things that were going on," as these dudes are riding their surfboards. And I was like, "I have no idea whether that was good or not." <laughs> Surfing, <laughs> so you know, I was kind of watching the Olympic event. It was the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But surf- surfing fandom is strange because 
Mm. They all seem to get on 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 the the bloke or, or the or the woman who's on their way up and who pulls off a massive what wave or, or whatever it is. Mm. When they do that, then everybody's cheering for him. And you think yeah. this isn't right. Like, shouldn't you all have your certain favourite surfers? And you never hear oh, you never hear that. It's always cheering and surfing, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> That's what I was most fascinated by. Like, surely all of you guys cannot like all of the surfers. You can't. <laughs> Sport doesn't work that way. You know. Anyway, so I've just taken down. All good. They're all good, bruh. Remember? Yeah. Like, oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Such cool people. How, how could you like? You know, how could you hate each other? How could you hate each other? That's instead? right. It's not the environment for hate, is it? Really isn't. No, no, no it really yeah. isn't. So we'll shut up. Yeah. Um, so the first honesty session. Uh, first answer: Pursuit of Hoppiness. One of our, one of our supporters from our old old um, old show. Um, he reckons Matt Dufty uh, in the home stretch um, of the sprint relay, and uh, Dane Laurie would be good at diving. So there you go, Tiger <laughs> fans. <laughs> Let's leave that one with you. Um, Karate Warrior Two says, um, uh, surely Sully uh, Vunavalu competes in the hurdles. And he's referring to remember how Sully used to, oh, not all the time, but mm-hmm. sometimes he'd jump in the air and it, would, it looked like he was trying to jump over the tacklers. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting tactic there. It didn't always work, that, but that was amazing. I've always wondered why somebody hadn't tried that up until that point. And then I was informed, <laughs> yeah, you're not meant to. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't successful all the time either. <laughs> um, Brownie says, uh, Junior Paulo is. 100% a shot putter. That's probably right. <laughs> throw it further than most people. Uh, Gund- Hammer, yeah. Any, any of those? Gandari 4. Which, um, which, which, sorry, to cut in, which junior Paula? There's more than one, isn't there? I was informed there was more than one. Oh, I thought there was only one. Junior Paula plays for Parramatta. Okay. Um, I'm, I might uh, be mistaken. No, Joseph Paulo. Um, maybe that's it. Um, <laughs> Rugby League Twitter um, Twitter experts here. Uh, Gandhari Four says Josh Shadow Carr in the hundred meters. Um, Indeed, and I'd love to see that actually. Uh, doing at it all day, sir. One of my favourite names. <laughs> Lachlan Lewis in the Greco-Roman wrestling. That'd be a good one. Max Delaney um, has heard Jake Travoy, which is a fantastic fencer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on from that. Uh, the rare winning hand, Morgan Harper for Olympic pool cleaning. <laughs> um, I had to have James explain that. Explain that to me. Yeah, yeah. Check Still out. Still doesn't make sense, but he did explain it. To me. It'll it'll make sense when you when you when you look at him. He's uh, yeah, a yeah, fantastic <laughs> character. <laughs> um, uh, Twenty four Sep nineteen eighty nine. Jack Whiten in forcings back. Um, you'd go oh, right there. Olymp- that would be an Olympic event. Oh, that, that's worthy of it. Yep. Um, um, Jay Dwight, uh, Mike Acevo in the diving. All right. So attacking Parramatta there. Good stuff. Uh, the, the slightest touch, and he's down holding his head or neck. Um, so and and he reckons Daly Cherry Evans in the 100 meters uh, fair chance he'd win by neck there. He's a very funny man, as we all know, Jay Dwight. Um, and if there was a new event called refs faulting, Ricky Stewart is a shoe in for the gold. Uh, 
There you go. Um, that big ref, uh, Gavin Lang, says uh, Marty Tapao in the weightlifting, DCE gymnastics, in, in brackets, in backflipping, uh, Steve Maddai oh, diving. Oh, God, you can see that one coming <laughs> Steve, Steve Maddai diving and all the Storm players um, in the wrestling. Um, and the last one is my favourite. Steve... Um, at the Steve Empire, Karen Munster soccer, <laughs> <laughs> much in the same vein as uh, Mike Acevo and and um, and the other people who were being accused of of, of of diving by the sounds of it. That's the only connection I can make with Karen Munster and soccer. Um, yeah, that, that, that's what he means, isn't it? There's no. Yeah. <laughs> Does he has a propensity for you know to kick it off the off the ground or or what have you? Don't know. I'm just curious that you know fascinating. Thanks for all the answers. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, there. But uh, I was curious that that not a one and, and maybe you know we've already kind of boxed ourselves in with a certain type of listener, but not a one said uh, said rugby sevens. Oh, no. Because <laughs> come on, you know that uh, you know that uh, that uh, that the that the players of the NRL would. Uh, would kill in that event. Can I, can I say <laughs> something about that idea? This whole idea of you know, I, I think it's a winning idea. I, okay, come on, okay, knock it okay. down. Okay, right. So at the moment, we hate blowouts. We we mm. absolutely convulse at them. You know, they they make us switch off in droves. Apparently, like and that was and they're, and their blowouts over a period of eighty minutes. There's blowouts in every single in every second sevens game, like. Over fourteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> how would that? How would that be interesting to rugby league people? I, I thought they that they hate lopsided scores. It makes them not watch. And then there's this growing movement. Let's try and get league in in the Olympics, league nines. And it's like you won't like it. It'll be floggings when Australia plays. You know Kenya and all those sort of teams in you know all those sort of strongholds in, in rugby league. <laughs> I've been watching that whole debate play out, and just the the complexity of the rugby league fan is uh, is one of my, my most favourite things in the world. Mm. They are finished. <laughs> <laughs> James Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, move on to uh, our, our last uh, regular segment, which is uh, anything we've we've forgotten. And um, plainly, I've made my you know I've kind of. Reminded myself to remember this, so I haven't forgotten it. So I've, 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 I've absolutely undermined the uh, the, the, the segment. But um, yeah, when the the subject of of uh, and it's, it's almost yeah, appropriate that you bring up kind of uh, these nascent rugby playing nations at the Olympics, uh, which is kind of a, a way of leading into the uh, the news about the Rugby League World Cup, uh, which is something. You and I feel very connected to uh, yeah, you. Uh, you going back quite a, quite a ways because one of your best kind of uh, league watching experiences was was going to a World Cup, as I recall. And yeah. uh, we we both technically worked uh, on the last uh, League World Cup here. We did, but uh, the the big news that that emerged uh, kind of a, a week ago that uh, that Australia New Zealand. Wouldn't uh, what's the actual precise kind of uh, news? It, it, they are not sending 
um, players from here. Isn't isn't that is that that's that's correct? Yeah, they 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 could technically muster uh, kind of. Australian and and uh, and Kiwi kind of players who are already over there could they not is that is that kind of the the implication I wasn't, no, I wasn't no, quite clear on that no it, it, it's even harsher than that they're, they're not all right they're not um, putting they're not, they're not entering teams not entering teams Cup. at all yeah, right, yeah yeah so and that's where okay. there's some okay, idea so I was, I was I misunderstood that then yeah. yeah yeah so no that's and that's why they're recommending um, to the international body that you either Delay it for a year, or maybe hold it down here, where there's less COVID and not sixty thousand cases a day. Yeah. yeah, but they don't care. They don't care over in Britain. That's even better. <laughs> you know they've um they've had uh, almost two rounds of Super League games in total mm. um, mm-hmm. postponed or cancelled or whatever. So yeah, and someone on Twitter was telling me the other day that they don't have a bubble. The players aren't in, in in a bubble like as much mm-hmm. as ours are. That's interesting, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mm. find that remarkable, especially in Britain where there's where there's COVID is so rant, uh, like rapidness. Interesting, it, it is compared to here, but their caseload is curiously not anywhere they expected it to be. Uh, True, you know, c- compared to like when they when they kind of went for this uh, reopening, and they've already had, you know. Wimbledon and the um, you know those Euro kind of European you know, soccer championship mm. matches the, 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 those that were that were held uh, over over there, so yeah, I think their sense is they're they're past it. You know, they've got quite a solid majority of of adults vaccinated. Um, yeah, their their mindset <laughs> is is very very different to us, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's because that 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 issue hasn't been litigated in a hundred of places that you listen to this podcast for. That's no, right. My 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 kind of humble mm. submission mm. was that um, it, it's a damn shame because I, I think I think I think the League World Cup gets way too much scorn you know, put put upon it. Uh, it has a history. It's been going since the fifties. Mm. Uh, it's a much you know older event than uh, than the Union World Cup. Maybe not as as kind of as global or as as widespread, but certainly older. It has you know some very kind of proud moments of its own. And shall we say, off the back of the last World Cup that you and I again, as we said, worked on, mm. they had a real momentum. I thought you know it. Um, what what Tonga did in that uh, in that tournament, that was a real shot of adrenaline to to, to international. Uh, international league and the idea that, oh yeah, you can kind of my 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 basic position on this is that you know all those people who think you know the league kind of World Cup will never amount to yeah anything. Well, the idea is if you don't play it, of course it's not going to. It's never it's never going to kind of develop into anything mm. uh, because you know it it was you know right before your eyes it you know it actually had grown something like what Tom had what had done. Uh, and, and that semi-final match was one of the mo- against England was one of the most remarkable games of football I think I've ever seen. Absolutely, you know, it was like a it was like a basketball game in which you know they always say that you know oh, the games only resolve always always resolved at the end. That, that's basically what happened in that match. <laughs> yeah, like England I recall dominated it, and then with you know with barely a few minutes remaining, it uh, it was like what it reminded me of is yeah you know, for those of you who uh, play 
um, video games, like yeah, uh, sometimes you, you know, it's it's a known uh, phenomenon that you, you may be leading, but then the computer cheats just to beat you <laughs> and so right at the end of the game they start you know you know they just start writing off touchdowns and things like that <laughs> oh, oh the computer cheats the Melbourne exactly. storm yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. so yeah it um yeah you were making a you were making an interesting point before about uh yeah kind of the the equilibrium of, of attitudes particularly online towards towards the world cup oh it's fantastic yeah. apparently if you if you don't want if you're a player and you wouldn't go over to play in the World Cup, that means that you hate international rugby league. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just such a it's and, and as I was saying before, it's like that whole not that I'm for him who who would be, but yeah, if you didn't want to wear a mask in America, that means you're a Trump fan and it's just like this. Um, it's, it's the argument is just exploded, and you're either for it or against it, and it's incredible. I got told the other day that um, that um, the the whole the complexity of the World Cup and, and you know wanting to go ahead and and Australia and New Zealand being cowards for not wanting to submit teams. I got told that um, I, I, that that argument is just too too nuanced for me to understand. So yeah, <laughs> so I'm probably a, a terrible person to talk about it, mate. I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah, but, but, it's over my head for sure. Yeah. But you were, you were being very snide, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I did say if you're a, if you're a player, would you go over and play in it? If you're an Australian or New Zealand player, would you play in the World Cup? Really good question. Mm. Hard to hard hard to say. Ah, uh, yeah. Coming off the back of what probably looks like a bubble scenario for the rest of of the NRL, yeah, season. Yeah, and then potentially to have to. Well, here's the question: Would you go over there and go into quarantine, or would you just go over there and do what you wanted because the British are doing whatever they want? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's. It, it's it's but it, it, these kind of controls that they that they're living under, I think it's very hard to speak in in kind of generalities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of what what their what their situation or what what their state of mind is or what uh, you know to what degree they they can see their family can't see their family. You know, it, it's really hard to just you know kind of put a put a blanket. Uh, over all of that, but, yeah, because that's the argument that um, a lot of the players do want to go over. It's just mm. that they've been denied now by the Australian Rugby League Commission and the New Zealand Rugby League and the Australian uh, clubs as well that they've they've taken the decision out of the players' hands. But I I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I, especially on the back of last year where. The players played, what was it, 19 or 20 straight weeks of footy. The good ones kept playing Origin. Uh, so the season, that season ended in November. Uh, mm-hmm. They had uh, two months off. They're playing this grueling season again. They've just gone into lockdown in, in Queensland. Warriors have been on... Um, on the move for basically two years by the time the World Cup comes around. And that's the other thing. They're not going to go from home to England. They'll be going from here, the selected players from Australia over to England. 
So that's mm-hmm. that's a massive ask for them. Yeah, I, I just wouldn't. That, that's my argument. I I still hope the tournament goes ahead without Australia and New Zealand. I going to be be a great spectacle. I'd, I'd like to watch it as a fan. Um, mm-hmm. And the thing that the 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 thing is too, I'm not sure how many fans over here are going to go over and watch it. But are mm-hmm. they still are they still all going over? I, I don't know. You, you we want the players to go over and, and put on a spectacle, but. Would we go over even as fans? It's it is complex, and I do understand it. Um, but yeah, is it viable? Is it viable to move it? Or you know, uh, no, move it a year? Apparently, they lose a lot of funding. I, yeah, the government mm-hmm. funding. It's it'll be a complete financial, you know, um, not disaster, but they won't get a, a lot of funding that they were that they've set themselves down for, and maybe they won't even be able to put out a program, James. Wow. <laughs> How traumatic would that be? <laughs> we we enjoyed doing that. We enjoyed it, didn't we? I did anyway. Define the word enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the uh, my favourite part of that the the tournament preview was uh, interviewing Mark Carroll um, uh, and and getting his story off him about him um, <laughs> after one of the kangaroo tours back in the mid nineties. He hit a, a a football boot. Um, up in the ceiling of um, of the Aussie change rooms, and only he knew it was there because he did it when no one was watching. He lifted up one of the ceiling panels and he and he put it up, <laughs> he hit it up up in the ceiling of the change rooms, and he he went back for some reason. I can't remember what it was. It might have been the following kangaroo tour after they'd. Um, sorry, this is at Wembley. After they played at Wembley, he's he's tried to get the the boot. Um, no, no. What it was was he was doing a tour of Wembley uh, while he was on holidays, and uh, he's ducked into the change rooms and asked, um, "Could he could he see up under the ceiling of the of the away sheds?" And um, and the bloke said, oh, "There's not, not going to be anything there because all the change rooms have been renovated. It would have been taken away." But it's so heartbreaking for him. He set up this great discovery to find years later, and and it all got wrecked on him. Poor fella. <laughs> my dominant, yeah, it was. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good. That was a good story. My, my main memory of putting that that thing together was how we had a terrible time identifying. There's a certain player from from Tonga. Uh, name escapes me um, right now. Every and, time uh, I see yeah, him, I think he's at Canberra now. I still don't. I still can't remember his name. He's well, a regular first grader. Yes, yeah, he was really good it's at not, um, at the. Oh, here we go at the um, pre-match, um, pre-match ceremonies. He was really good. He, he wasn't. He, he wasn't was, CSOLA. It was no, no, no. Oh, oh. God. Oh, 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 we'll kind of. We'll, we'll have to look this up and kind of remind ourselves next yeah. week. But uh, someone will. Yeah. When, when they listen to us, someone will uh, put it on Twitter. Oh yeah, sure. I remember how. Uh, yeah, how we uh, kind of racked our brains trying to find out who it was, and then we kind of put it in there. And then we got uh, then we, we got a very kind of a helpful email from uh, from Brad Walter. Shout out to to Brad, one of the mm. greats, telling us, "Yeah, that's not him." <laughs> yeah, whatever you're about to like, do, don't do it. Were the guys putting together the program? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, it, it was a lot of fun, and if it goes ahead, awesome. If it doesn't, um, delay it a year. Um, and then another argument is. 
oh, yeah, but they're playing the Euro Cup and the Olympics and all that, and the Olympics got delayed a year. So, mm-hmm. you know. That's, rule- that, that's just it. That's just it, isn't it? That, yep. you know, you can, you know. All these kinds of arrangements. And even the league, this has happened to the League World Cup in the past. You, you look at kind of some of the, the gaps, the inconsistent gaps. Like we had like what? We had like four of them played in the 70s, but uh, none of them in the early 80s or something like that. Oh, because they used to um, play them in uh, different like individual matches over a period of time. Yeah. used to make up a World yeah. Cup. That's yeah, it was yeah. completely, uh, c- completely, yeah, all, all over the shop. Mm. Yeah, so anyway. Uh, so one last thing to, to I wanted to ask you, James, um, and and this I probably would want to save for a future discussion because I think we're almost out of time here. But uh, have you watched any of that uh, that new uh, West Tigers uh, documentary that uh, yeah that uh, the Fox you have yeah yeah watched the um, first episode. I think the other episodes are online or something or yeah, on demand yeah. or something, aren't they? All, yeah. all right, good. Let's let's kind yeah. of uh, uh, um, let's kind of. Uh, Keep keep that in reserve because yeah, I have uh, have a lot of thoughts about that. <laughs> do, do, do you have any thought? You know, you know, is there any, anything? What what was the biggest thing that struck you about it? Uh, yeah, after uh, you know, on first viewing, um, the, the insight that these coaches are really up against it, trying to <laughs> herd twenty five young blokes into doing, make them do what they want to do. It must be. Dreadful. It would. I cannot. It's like the worst parenting job ever, isn't it? (laughs) Except these kids are in adults' bodies, and Hmm. meh. If if they if they don't feel like playing well, yeah, I don't feel like it. And it's just, (laughs) oh man, that that's the thing that I got out of it. What a. Hmm. I mean, we've all thought how easy would coaching be? You know, how easy Hmm. would coaching the Broncos in the nineties be? Oh yeah, and what about the Roosters? They're full of stars, and they just Trying to herd young blokes into one direction that's must be so difficult. That that was my that was my take. What was your quick I, take? Did, have you seen well, it? Or? I have. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I, I I really don't want to go down this path too Fair extensively because I'll, I'll yeah. be talking for the next half hour. But I just as a as a quick maybe teaser to yeah, talking about, uh, talking about it. Uh, we'll see if we, yeah, whether it's. I, I want to watch more of it to kind of like okay. yeah, to, to give a uh, kind of more fair treatment. But uh, but I happen to be watching it at the same time as I'm watching that uh, that at that Apple TV comedy that's really popular. Uh, Ted Lasso. Have you have you seen that one? No. About, um, uh-huh. Yeah, it's a, Is that a sport one. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a he's an American who um, who gets hired to be a uh, the the coach. He's not. He's an American football coach. But he gets hired to to manage an uh, an English Premier League uh, soccer team uh-huh. because the owner of the of the soccer team wants to wants to basically um, uh, yeah kind of yeah sabotage it. <laughs> he wants to make the team lose, oh, so excellent. he just hires this guy from America who knows nothing about uh, knows nothing about soccer. But uh, it, it it turns out to be that that show has turned out to be like I think the greatest show about coaching ever, and I guess I'll kind of kind of expound upon it in uh, down the line but i'm watching this at the same time i'm watching kind of uh uh michael mcguire and the dissonance is just absolutely massive i, I <laughs> it is it's just so it's so funny so you know one kind of experience colors the other but uh huh. yeah like i said I'll, I'll i'll probably yeah uh have more thoughts about it uh down the line i, I want to kind of see how 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 more of these things uh, how more of these things play out oh, that and uh yeah your old idea of talking to footballers a lot of swearing involved isn't there <laughs> yeah definitely yeah <laughs> yeah now that and and i 
that um, they blocked out some of the swearing and kept some in. That, that was really interesting. I, I thought the, the change room stuff would have been really effective if they had left it in. Maybe it was mm. because of the timing of the of the show or that when it was aired, maybe you can't swear at a certain time and then later on in, in the episode you can because it's after 8.30 or something. I, I don't know, but... Oh, it's interesting, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we're not part of that world, so it was good. Good to have an insight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, anything else uh, you want to mention, James? Uh, can, uh, yeah, I'm I'm good to wrap it up here. Um, yeah. Thank uh, everybody out there for 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 listening. Um, mm. uh, we um, are currently still in the process of uh, getting onto more and more kind of podcast formats. Um, the best place to find us right now is is on Spotify. But if you don't want to do that, and um, I can understand because I don't. <laughs> 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 I signed up to to listen to the to the, yeah, to, to actually put the pod out there. We're on a, uh, we're on a platform that one of our hosts doesn't listen to. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what we're all about. Well, I do now. So, you know. uh, yeah, but um, well, no, no. If we were on, if we were on, I listen to my podcasts on other ones, James. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, um, we'll we're, we're continuing to be added um, as as the way this thing works. But the uh, cool. best way to find us um, is is either through Spotify or through uh, through Twitter. We'll um, I'll send uh, that link out there. That's probably where most of you kind of are, you know, kind of braying back and forth and other kind of at the rest of the rest of our like rugby league Twitter. But anyway, uh, sure. thanks again um, for, for giving us a download, um, James. Uh, good to talk to you. Yeah, um, you too, stay, mate. Yeah, you know, stay sane. Like you know, keep uh, keep preoccupied. Watch all um, the league. That that um, helps. <laughs> oh, it certainly does. And the the dog and cat are getting married this weekend, so you know we're all really excited about that. You know that that's sort of distracting everybody from from going <laughs> oh, crazy. <geez>. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it will be right. We're tough Sydney people. We're, we're tough. Mm. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, thanks. Uh, we'll see you again next week. All right.